0: Welcome to this podcast about Hilton Head Island and the Low Country. I am Jay, your host, and today we are stopping by one of my favorite places on the island, the Chocolate Canopy, to visit with owner Nancy Paris as we travel down 278 to Lighthouse Road. The Chocolate Canopy is a longtime Hilton Head tradition. It is now run by Chris and Nancy Paris, who became island residents around 2010. Through a couple of opportunities, they ended up owning the former Hilton Head Island Candy Company and now Island favorite, the Chocolate Canopy. Nancy, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So, how did you discover Hilton Head Island? What were the the early opportunities for you to visit here?
1: Well, like many people, my parents came down for their first visit and fell in love with the island. They were down for a week-long tennis camp at uh, Vandermeer, and when they returned home, they said, Hey, guess what? We bought a timeshare on Hilton Head, and we're going to spend every Easter there. And my sisters and I looked at them and said, you bought a what on an Island of Hilton hotels, like completely didn't understand what just happened. And we went the uh, next year for the first time arrived at, uh, the Marriott grand ocean resort. And just like my parents, we all fell in love with the Island.
0: Why did you move here? And what did you do when you got here?
1: Well, like a lot of people who decided to, uh, moved down permanently to the island. We just kind of looked around. We were living in New Jersey at the time, and we had two kids, a dog, two cats, and we were in a small little ranch and decided we needed a little room and looked at moving literally around the corner and our taxes would double, the price of the house would double. And we just kind of felt we were on this hamster wheel where uh, we were just working harder and harder to pay all of our expenses and almost kind of sacrificing our kids. We would drop them off at daycare in the morning and then I'd be, you know, driving quickly down the highway to pick them up before daycare closed at night and kind of felt they were spending more time at daycare than they were spending with us. So we said, you know, something's got to give here. And we were uh, down visiting my parents who had retired on the island. And uh, we joked (laughs) after we returned home from a Christmas visit and walked out uh, of Newark airport seeing that brightly blinking A for the Anheuser-Busch factory that's located right across the street from the airport. And freezing weather in January, we kind of looked at each other and said, why are we back here? Like, <laughs> it's much warmer down in Hilton Head, and we're freezing our, you know, tissues off up here. So we said, you know what, why don't we put the house on the market, see what happens. We always wanted to work for ourselves anyway. So we put the house on the market. It sold. We moved down to the island. My other sister was already living on the island as well. And we said, hey, let's go. You know, let's create a different life for our family, a different life for our kids and no regrets, no regrets at all.
0: So what did you and Chris do when you got here?
1: When we got here, um, my husband was a CPA and finance guy before we moved down to the island. And he was very lucky to secure a finance position in a local company. And I uh, had done public relations for a mutual fund company of all things, which is kind of funny now that I make chocolate and I did a lot of uh, events with uh, the firm that I worked with. So when I came down here, I had my own little event firm. We did a lot of weddings, but we always were kind of on the lookout for something that we could own and trying to figure out what that would be. And this tiny little candy store in uh, Caligny Plaza called Crazy for Candy was up for sale and I kind of convinced my husband that, hey, wouldn't this be a great idea because it's just this tiny little 300 square foot shop. And instead of having other people do the favors for the weddings, we could do the favors and keep that kind of in-house, so to speak. And we wound up buying that and... It was a crash course into uh, retail and learning a lot as we went, but the store became a huge success. We renamed it Hilton Head Candy Company, and after two years of owning it, uh, we outgrew our space at Coligny and they invited us to move into the former Loose Lucy's spot, which was triple the size of the original spot we had, and we gladly accepted that invitation, and the store continued to grow.
0: I've been in that store many times because you have (laughs) a fantastic saltwater taffy that was at the Hilton Head Island Candy Company store over in Caligny. Something else you also offered in there that I discovered was... Island made chocolate bars. And the ones I believe I was buying were dark chocolate with, you know, walnuts in them and maybe the Rice crispy type treats. And I thought, this is fantastic. It's, you know, local chocolate that's sold right here in this awesome little candy store.
1: Yeah, we had a fabulous relationship with the previous owners of the Chocolate Canopy, Chris and Star Hamby. When we grew to a bigger spot in Caligny Plaza, we wanted to bring in more local items since we had additional space. And we were able to bring in the chocolate alligators and the chocolate bars that you mentioned into Hilton Head Candy Company. And they were very popular and it was a great relationship working with them being able to highlight their product just a few miles down the road from their location and also to be able to send people over to there to find out more about the products that they had because we only had a limited number of their products and we were very complimentary to each other.
0: You ended up with an opportunity to actually own the Chocolate Canopy. How did that come about?
1: Well, I showed up, I believe it was one day in May, to uh, pick up our chocolate alligators. And Chris, one of the owners, pulled me to the side and said, Hey, I'd really like to talk to you about something. We've decided, due to a family situation, that we need to return home to Pennsylvania. And we're going to put the store up for sale. But before we list it, we wanted to speak with you about it because we think that you'd be a really great owner and we love watching what you've done with the candy company. And it would be great knowing that the chocolate canopy was in your hands. Like we want to leave it in a good hand, someone who will take really good care of it. And I said, well, you know what? I'm like, that's like the highest compliment you could ever give to us. Like, um, (laughs) that's just absolutely wonderful. However, it was the time where we had just moved to the larger location, and we were just getting ready to go through our first summer owning it in the larger location. So, I looked at Chris and I said, "There's no way." I was like, <laughs> "I, I don't know what this summer is going to be like with the larger store, and you know, I just don't think the timing's going to work out." But I really am so flattered that you thought of us. Like, thank you so much, but no thanks. And then I went home and told my husband, Hey, guess what happened when I picked up our chocolate alligators today? Isn't that funny? And he looked me straight in the eye and he said, well, you know, it's a little bit sooner than I had planned, but you know, it's really where we want to be. We want to be able to make our own products. You know, that's really what it's all about and being local. He's like, so um, you might want to think twice about that. And I was like, you're crazy. He's like, whatever and i woke up the next morning and i turned to him and i said we're buying a chocolate store aren't we and he's like yep <laughs> and that began the uh, journey of becoming uh, the owners of the chocolate canopy
0: so at this point you're running two operations you have the chocolate canopy over on new orleans road you have hilton head island candy company in caligny it's early in 2020 and so you had a Very important decision to make because you were losing a key employee. Tell us what happened with that whole situation, what you decided to do.
1: It was actually a little bit earlier, fall of 2019. We had a wonderful employee who worked for us over at the candy company year round. His name was Zach Conrad and just wonderful to have at the store in the off season because we knew the store was being well taken care of. And quite frankly, it's hard to get somebody to work at the store in the off season because the off season at Caligny is very quiet and very slow. And it's not the most exciting opportunity. We were lucky enough to have Zach be able to uh, take over the store for us in the off season, which is the busy season over at the Chocolate Canopy because of all of the holidays. So that worked really well for us. And in the fall, we were looking at making the decision of whether or not to renew our lease at the end of 2019. Zach came to us and let us know that he was planning to move back to Indiana at the end of the year. And that was a real breaker for us, knowing that we would have to find another Zach, so to speak, to work the store in the off-season because we wouldn't be able to balance the busy season at the Chocolate Canopy with the slower season over at Caligny. So we decided not to renew our lease at the end of the year at Caligny Plaza for Hilton Head Candy Company, and in turn took Our kind of best-selling products over there are saltwater, taffy, as well as a lot of our gummies and combine them with the chocolates that we have over at the Chocolate Canopy. And in retrospect, when March of 2020 came around and the island shut down for a few weeks. It was the best decision that we could have ever made because we were only paying rent, so to speak, at one store instead of two. So we were able to weather the pandemic financially very well because we were only at one location.
0: When our family first started coming into the Hilton Island Candy Company, one of the products that we just absolutely loved was the saltwater taffy. And there were tons of flavors and you can mix your own bag. And when we tried it, it was the best saltwater taffy we had ever had in our entire lives. And when the store closed, I had to actually come hunt you down <laughs> to find where that saltwater taffy had gone. Tell us about that saltwater taffy and what makes it, it special and who provides it to you.
1: Well, I am a Jersey girl and... Growing up, I hated saltwater taffy. I did not understand why anybody would want to buy it, eat it, much less give it to somebody they liked as a gift. It was just totally lost on me. I hated it. So when we... Took over Crazy for Candy, which turned into Hilton Head Candy Company. My husband was like, so, you know, what taffy you want to do? And I was like, yeah, no, no taffy. Because like, taffy's horrible. Like, no. He's like, yeah, we're at the beach. People want to buy saltwater taffy, Nancy. Obviously, you can see throughout the story that he's a lot smarter than I am. (laughs) So he said, you better find a saltwater taffy and, you know, figure it out because we're going to be selling saltwater taffy. And we, through a connection with the previous owners of uh, Crazy for Candy, discovered the taffy that we have in the store, which is Taffy Town. And they are absolutely amazing. They're out of Salt Lake City, Utah. And everybody always asks the next question, do they use the water from the lake? They do not use the water from the lake, but they do have sea salt and there is water in the uh, saltwater taffy. So yes, there's really salt in the saltwater taffy. But why we love them is that they custom make it for the shop. We get in line with all the big guys and they whip their taffy instead of pulling it. So it's a lot softer fluffier taffy. And the best thing about it is that the flavors really taste like exactly what they say they are. So it's not that generic taffy flavor where chocolate tastes like strawberry, tastes like vanilla. Like They all really taste the different flavors. And in addition to chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla tasting like chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, we also have cup cake and blue raspberry and peppermint and chocolate chips so you know there's a whole range of flavors and they're all really good i can now proudly say that i truly do eat our salt water (laughs) taffy
0: it really is fantastic stuff moving over to chocolate what sets your chocolate apart What makes it so special?
1: Well, I would say what makes it special, not only at the Chocolate Canopy, but any other chocolate boutique store that you would go into, is that we use real chocolate. Um, Our chocolate doesn't have any waxes or fillers. It's just the good stuff. And what amazes the kids is that all of the molds that we have, whether it be our alligators, our flip-flops, our lighthouses, they're all solid chocolate. And the kids can't believe there's, quote, there's not a hole in it. You know, they, the the uh, art of solid chocolate molds is really a lost art now. Most everything uh, is hollow that you'll buy at a store, except for when you come to the chocolate canopy. That was and
0: the worst kids, as a kid.
1: Right? <laughs> like everybody had that bad Easter bunny experience where you know you thought you got this super huge bunny and you were like yes and you fit into its ears and then like the whole thing was empty on the inside. Yeah, the crushing like, disappointment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We we try and keep childhood dreams alive here at the chocolate canopy. <laughs>
0: well you do very very well at. tell us about some of your chocolate products there. You have an amazing selection of different items.
1: Well our seesaw caramels are one of our top sellers. And uh, we often have gentlemen come in the store looking to get a gift and they're like, I don't know what to get. Like, I don't know what she likes. And my big joke is as long as there's a sea salt caramel in the box, you're good. Like no worries. (laughs) And then we have like our pecan turtles and Krabby Patties, which is a, Kind of twist on the pecan turtle. It has the chocolate and caramel, but instead of pecans, it has uh, salted cashews. And then we have two local favorites. We have our lagoon goo and our marsh mud. And quite frankly, those two are a hot mess of chocolate and filling. <laughs> I joke that they are the two that you do not tell anyone else you bought. You eat behind a locked door and there is definitely no sharing at all.
0: You had a couple gentlemen come in, I believe, one time, and one of them only liked dark chocolate, one of them only liked milk chocolate, and you actually had a product that satisfied both of them and didn't really realize it.
1: Uh, Yeah, just like I said, my husband is a lot smarter than me and many Business decisions, our customers are way smarter than us. The product that you're talking about is our Lagoon Goo, which I just mentioned. And we had the funniest story. We had a regular who, a great devotee of the shop, comes in all the time, only eats dark chocolate, had a friend in town, brought him to the shop. Friend only eats milk chocolate. So he's over on the milk chocolate side. I guess I should say that we have two cases with the our chocolates in, one is all dark chocolate, and then one is milk, which also features a little bit of white and sugar-free. So the gentleman who was the friend, is over on the milk side of things. And he's like, ooh, what's this lagoon goo? And so I describe how it has uh, a dark chocolate bottom and then a soft caramel sauce. And then we pipe milk chocolate on top of that to fill in all the nooks and crannies. And he's like, oh, that sounds amazing. I'll take one of those. Well, our regular guest looks over at me and he goes, how come I don't know about that? I've been coming to this place for years. I said, well, because it's over, you know, in the milk side of things. And he's like, well, why don't you have it over here? I said, well, because there's a milk chocolate top on it. So it would just look kind of weird if we had it over in the dark chocolate case. And he looked at me and goes, well, can't we just flip it then and put it in the dark chocolate case? And I said, huh, yeah, I guess we could. So the next batch that I made, I flipped it and did a version for the uh, dark chocolate case where the milk chocolate was on the bottom and the dark chocolate was on the top and it's been a bestseller out of uh, the dark chocolate case too. So uh, we try and listen to what our customers request because, as I said, they're a lot smarter than us in many ways.
0: <laughs> Sometimes the solution to a problem is just so very simple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally right in front of you and you can't see it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it takes a, an outs, outside set of eyes to actually see it and go hey have you thought of this
1: (laughs) and uh, that's actually how our marsh mud was born we had a woman coming in looking for the lagoon goo but she couldn't remember the name and she's like i'm looking for that marsh mud stuff and i was like well i don't have anything called marsh mud but do you mean lagoon goo and she's like oh yes that's it and i was like okay perfect i said but i gotta tell you that sounds like an amazing name for a chocolate so we're going to have to figure out something for it so uh, you know, I kind of went to work in our little chocolate laboratory and uh, came up with uh, the fillings for marshmud, which is uh, marshmallow fluff and peanut butter. And uh, she came back about a month later to buy some more lagoon goo. And I said, Hey, aren't you the lady who uh, gave me the name of marshmud? And she said, Yes. I said, We have marshmud now and gave her a. Uh, he saw on the house to try. And she thought it was a very, very fitting chocolate for the name that uh, she had come up with. So, you know, there's, there's another uh, guest knows better than we do as well.
0: I am not going to tell my wife, Julie, that you have a chocolate laboratory because she will be over there working <laughs> for you in about 20 minutes. <laughs> she is a chocolate aficionado. And as I mentioned, we just love the chocolate canopy. Tell us about your your customer base. You kind of have two of them because you have a high season with all the tourists coming in, but you also do quite a bit of business over the holidays.
1: Yes. In fact, when we first took over the store, I would say that we were maybe 20% tourists to the island and about 80% local. Uh, When we moved from our original location off of Palmetto Bay Road next to the Old Food Lion or the New Graco, depending on which one you know, and moved over to New Orleans, that made a drastic difference in the amount of foot traffic we had in the store. So our number of visitors to the island has greatly increased over the past few years of being off of New Orleans Road. We've still kept our local customer base who we kind of surveyed them before. Like if we move down the road where would you drive to because uh, as crazy as it sounds uh, the locals on Hilton Head they will only go in certain areas during certain times but uh, New Orleans Road is a well-traveled and well-loved road from the locals. So when I mentioned we were looking at a location on New Orleans, we got thumbs up from everybody all around. And now that we are on the bike path and closer to uh, Sea Pines and closer to uh, Caligny Circle, where a lot of uh, people go and Caligny Beach, we have really increased the number of visitors to the island that have stopped by the shop. But our shop has primarily always continues to be about the holidays. People are really looking for those items that you don't find at the grocery store, you know, something special, especially with the pandemic. Our shipping has exploded over the pandemic and people want to either have a piece of Hilton Head because they haven't been able to travel down here or they haven't been able to see their grandkids. So they're sending Hilton Head to their grandkids. We also have a number of people who come to the island to visit and fall in love with a certain type of chocolate and regularly order it to be shipped to their homes, which, you know, kind of always gives me a little giggle. We, we love that they're so attached to the products that they try here that they don't want to give them up when they go home.
0: Oh, I definitely don't want to give them up when I go <laughs> home. We, we bring back bags and bags of taffy and, and enjoy that for, for quite a while. How do you make your chocolate? What sets it apart from other chocolates that people find?
1: Well, I would say that that's the the way we make our chocolate is the only time anyone leaves disappointed from the chocolate canopy because we temper our chocolate on site, which is a technique by which you're in. Increasing the temperature of the chocolate while melting it. And then you're seeding the chocolate with chocolate that has yet to be melted. And there's about a three degree range during the cooling process where the melted chocolate is tempered by the seeding of the unmelted chocolate. And that is what gives real chocolate its snap it's shine, makes it look pretty. And we're all about having things that look pretty in the shop. <laughs> and if you see chocolate that has like a little streak in it or little dots in it, that chocolate has come out of temper. That's usually due to the chocolate becoming overheated at some point. Maybe if you left your chocolate on the kitchen table by the window and the sun comes streaming in, uh, we actually had somebody who had bought a chocolate chocolate alligator brought it home left it on their kitchen table the sun came in and there was literally a diagonal line across the gator that turned white and she brought it into us the next day and she's like What happened? And I said, did you have this like out of the bag, like maybe on your table or something? She's like, yeah, it was on the kitchen table. I was like, and you had blinds or something? She's like, yeah. And I said, okay, so that is the ray of the sun going across the gator and it heated that one section of the gator up and it bloomed. It came out of temper. Now, technically, if that ever happens to your chocolate, it's fine to eat. It just doesn't look as pretty. What's happened there is that the sugars and the cocoa butter have separated. So that's what gives it that weird look of turning white. So when people come into the store over the holidays asking to buy our chocolate, kind of like our raw chocolate that we use, I ask them if they know how to temper chocolate. And they're like, oh, yeah, just the buttons. And, you know, I melt them down. But it's a completely different process. The chocolate that we use here is very unlike the buttons that you could buy at Michael's or Hobby Lobby or the bark that you could melt down that you buy at the grocery stores. So I joke that's kind of the only time anyone leaves disappointed is when I say, well, if you don't know how to temper, you really don't want the chocolate that we have here because it's going to be mushy and it's going to be and it's just going to lead to a lot of frustration and you're not going to be happy with your end result because you can't just melt the chocolate that we use here because it does need to have that process called tempering.
0: I really enjoy hearing that there's kind of a science and a magic behind it. The chocolate that you make is really, it sounds like it's a a labor of love and a passion.
1: It is. Uh, I joke that uh, we come in pretty early. I drop my kids off at school um, around like, well, now actually they now drop me off. So I can't even say that anymore. So they drop me off between 730 and 745 on their way to school. And, uh, you know, i turn on our temper machines and I start the process there. And depending on how much we are uh, working with that day, you know, it could be, you know, a half an hour, 45 minutes or to temper the chocolate. Or if we're doing large batches of chocolate that day, you know, it can easily take an hour and a half or more. Also, if we're doing the 85% custom blend that we make in-house, which is uh, a very high concentration of cacao and only 15% sugar, I joke that that one is just like watching paint (laughs) dry. Because if you ever want to see straight cacao without any uh, sugar in it, try and melt. Well, that, that takes a much longer time than, say, doing our milk chocolate because the, that melts a lot quicker than uh, straight cacao. So our 85% is probably the longest labor of love that we have here. But uh, it makes such a significant difference. And that's one of the reasons we bought the chocolate canopy was to keep that tradition of using real chocolate at the shop alive. Because quite frankly, somebody could come into the shop and if they bought it instead of us buying it they could have switched everything to confectioner's coating which quite frankly is a lot easier <laughs> all you do is you know throw those uh, buttons in and uh, milk them down and then you can uh, make your molds and other items but the difference in taste is overwhelming having real chocolate the kids, their mind is blown because they'll pick up one of our chocolate alligators and be like, I'm going to eat all of this before we even get back to the hotel. And so I explained to them, well, you know what? This is a little bit different than the chocolate bar that you get at the grocery store. I said, that's all chocolate. And sugar, I said, there's no waxes or fillers in there. I said, so you're going to be surprised at how much you cannot eat because the chocolate is so rich. I said, I doubt you're going to be able to sit down and eat that whole gator in one sitting. And sure enough, you know, they'll come back uh, later on in the week to get some gifts to go home. And I'll ask them if they finished the gator yet. And they'll be like, it's either the head or the tail that goes first. So they'll either say, I haven't eaten his eyeballs yet or i haven't gotten to the tail yet and because they're so surprised that it's solid and then how sweet it is so uh, a lot goes a long way at the chocolate canopy
0: i'm sure the chocolate alligators and the chocolate lighthouses are extremely popular with kids but they're not your best sellers what are your best selling products what do people love the most
1: um, out of the cases, our seesaw caramels far and away our number one bestseller, and I often joke, and it was very true through the pandemic that um, a seesaw caramel can really make a bad day go away. <laughs> so we, we've enjoyed uh, my family has enjoyed a few seesaw caramels through the uh, pandemic to make a not so great day much better, and then our pecan turtles would be uh, number two, and our Lagoon goo and our marsh mud. Kind of tie for third and then we joke everything else out of the case is a nice fourth because there's really no bad licorice hiding in the case you know there's no black licorice that one thing where people are like oh, I don't know do you really should I really like like that does anybody really like that like everybody loves everything so it's it's an easy one to come to the chocolate canopy because I joke there's really no bad decision
0: I understand you're involved in a few nonprofits around the island what are you doing
1: we do a number of in-kind donations for a lot of the organizations around Hilton Head has the biggest heart that anyone could eat ever imagine. And there are a lot of fundraisers on the island throughout the year and lots of silent auctions. So we always happily donate when approached. Uh, We also are a huge supporter of my children's school, of course. Uh, They have two big fundraising events, uh, the Festival of Trees, and we always provide chocolate tree chocolate Christmas tree lollipops for their preview night. So we do anywhere from 200 to 300 uh, Christmas tree lollipops for them. And then for their gala fundraiser, uh, we also provide all of the chocolate favors that evening as well. We're also a big supporter of the uh, hospice organization on the island because they do so much good work. They're really just amazing people. And it's a volunteer organization. And the things they do for the older population on the island, just it's unparalleled, the services that they provide to so many families on the island. So we've been proud to support them with a number of their events that they've had, both in-kind donations and monetarily as well. But I got to say what our One of our favorite organizations is the Humane Society on um, Hilton Head. It's a no-kill shelter, and we have been lucky enough to have two dogs and two cats uh, that we currently have that are from the Humane Society. And a lot of our guests are just absolutely wonderful. We have a little change collection at the registers and people donate a lot of their extra change or even a couple dollar bills here and there to the Humane Society. And you can find those change collection things at stores throughout the island. And all the money that's collected out of those change boxes goes to buy medicine for uh, the animals when they come in and uh, also If there's anything extra, they get them toys and blankets. So uh, it's one of our favorite charities to support on the island.
0: Are there any growth plans for the chocolate canopy? Are you planning on expanding or are you happy just with a single location?
1: Well, we have always been asked and always thought about moving out to Bluffton. But right now, with the limited workforce that it is, uh, we have plans just to remain on Hilton Head. But a part of our business that has really grown it over the pandemic has been our online business so it's almost like we have two different businesses right now just run out of uh, one location so that's been really good and i would say overnight our online business went from maybe 5% to probably about 20 or 25% of our business over the past Year and three months, and at one point in time, was our only <laughs> our only uh, business arm when we had to close down for a few weeks.
0: For those who are visiting the island, the island gets about two and a half million visitors every year. For those that come to your store and purchase saltwater taffy, all these wonderful chocolate products. What do you recommend is the best way for them to travel home with this? Because they'll be in a vehicle maybe for a couple hours, maybe for 10 or 12 hours, and they have to stop, car gets hot. How do you recommend they travel with the chocolate product?
1: Well, first of all, we are always happy to bubble wrap any items before they leave the store we'll often ask if they're traveling and if so would you like some bubble wrap because we like to make sure that all alligators and all dolphins arrive with uh, all appendages intact and though so a lot of our guests will joke well it's still going to taste just as good we always like them to look just as good as when they left the canopy <laughs> as well so we're we're happy to bubble wrap anything we also say treat your chocolate on the way home like you would treat your dog. Now, that, of course, is the caveat of you must like your dog because some gentleman then said to me, well, what if I don't like my dog? I said, then don't take any of what I'm going to say as uh, advice. But we kind of joke, you know, if you're going to go to McDonald's, run in, get something to eat on the way home and come back, your dog's going to be fine. He's still going to be happy to see you because, you know, it's a little quick visit. If you're going to stop at Cracker barrel, play a few games of checkers, have a sit-down meal. Your dog may not be so happy to see you when you arrive back at that car and you might have a couple cushions torn up by your dog. So if you're gonna be out of your car for a while, or if you're gonna be spending the night at a hotel on the way home, we always recommend bring your chocolate with you. Kind of pretend the cute little white bag is a purse. And that way, you know, nothing's going to happen to it. In the summer, it can get super crazy hot in cars. You don't want to leave your dog in the car. You don't want to leave your chocolate in the car either. Uh, Sometimes people bring coolers with them to bring stuff home. We say that's a great idea, but you want to put your chocolate on the very top Of the cooler. Though our cases are refrigerated, they are refrigerated at about 70 degrees and your refrigerator at home is 41 degrees. So there is a huge temperature difference there and you don't want your uh, chocolate to bloom as we discuss having those cocoa butters and sugars separate on the way home. So you can put it in the cooler, but Put it on the top part of the cooler or just keep it in the car with you because as long as your air conditioning works, because it's probably going to be 70 something in your car. Just keep it out of the direct sunlight. If the sunlight is streaming through and you've got a couple gators on top of your bag, like put something over gators so that the sun will reflect off of them and not onto the chocolate. That's probably like the most important advice.
0: For those who have never visited the chocolate canopy or coming to the island or maybe live in Bluffton, how do they find the store?
1: Uh, We are located at 55 New Orleans Road, and we are in that bizarre looking 1980s building that's on the sharp corner as you're approaching Pope Avenue. It is white. And I call it the weird 1980s building because it's actually three buildings that all make up a circle. So it's kind of Miami Vice 1980s, I joke. We have a uh, large green and white canopy in front of our shop because we are the chocolate canopy after all and uh, we are located in between Philly's sandwiches and also two doors down from local pie the pizza restaurant but i think what our location is mostly widely known for is we our buildings are also the location of hilton head ice cream company, everybody's favorite ice cream on the island. And if you were able to walk out of our back door, you could walk straight across through the fountain and you would be at their back door. So we are literally opposite each other in the building.
0: Nancy, with the Chocolate Canopy, we thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for having us. We greatly appreciate it. Best of luck with the podcast.
0: Thank you very much. Once again, the Chocolate Canopy is located at 55 New Orleans Road. If you cannot make it to the island, you can also find them at chocolatecanopy.com and they will ship you sweet treats from the paradise we call Hilton Head. Their product is top-notch and you will not be disappointed with anything there if you enjoyed this podcast we invite you to subscribe and leave us a review we will see you next time as we travel down 278 to lighthouse road